0: Warm intros run the world. It's how humans translate trust with each other. If you want to break into a network, get someone from that network to vouch for you and getting in is much easier. With that said, I don't know how this has happened, but in 2023, getting a warm intro has never been harder. There are thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people aiming to get into very exclusive networks and the warm intro model isn't effective anymore. There's too much noise for the signal. So if you are a professional, if you're someone that wants to expand your network, what is someone to do? Well, you could spend your time cold emailing, sending LinkedIn emails, and hoping one of a hundred people replies to get you a coffee meeting that leads nowhere, or you could do something different. And today's episode, is sponsored by Seed Scout, which allows you to do something different. Seed Scout is a platform that allows you to request introductions to other people on the network with a click of a button. No more sending long emails, no more sending doing all this research, right? It's simple. You send an intro request. If they want to meet you, they accept and you're instantly introduced. Seed Scout is an alternative way to expand your network that gives someone more context than a cold email, but it's faster to achieve than that warm introduction. So if you are sick of spending hours days weeks months even years trying to break into new networks and you just want to try something new i would check out seedscout.com s-e-e-d scout.com let's get into today's episode and thanks for listening what is going on everyone thanks for tuning in to another episode of forward thinking founders i am very grateful to have your attention at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Ray Lambert, who's a co-founder of River. Welcome to the show. How's it going?
1: Hey, great. You know, chewing glass, staring into the abyss. That's, that's how, how it goes. <laughs> that be that's
0: how. It go. yeah. I mean, founders love chewing on glass, though. Yeah. Like we wouldn't do it if uh, if we didn't like it. For so. So let's just dive right into it. You're shooting on glass, you're staring at the abyss. I'm sure you're having some good times too. W- what is this all around? What are you working on? What is River?
1: Yeah, still figuring out exactly what this thing is that we're building, but for now we're saying that it's a distributed in-person community management platform. So basically it's kind of two main use cases that are emerging. One is big influencers like podcasters who have a worldwide fan base who want to kind of turn their audience into a connected community so they can get together in real life. And then we're also noticing that there are some com- actual communities that don't really have an influencer, but they're, you know, either a business or they're led by somebody with worldwide members. And, you know, maybe they were getting together in Slack or in WhatsApp or circle, but they want to get together in real life and uh river helps them do that.
0: So um, this is great. I'm definitely like in that second category. So I have questions for, for the listeners, but also I'm, I'm curious myself. So How does, I guess, like, how does it work? So someone has a community, it's a creator, it's a company, they have people all around the world. Can you kind of walk us through what they can do on River and and what that process looks like?
1: Yeah, so this came out of my own use case and we can talk about all in meetups in a little bit, but I'd say the primary thing is, you know, typically when you're hosting a meetup, it's kind of one person spinning up one meetup. Um, In this case, we'll be spinning up events in like 50, 70 cities. And you don't necessarily know who's going to host all of those events and you don't know where to have a venue like it's all kind of up in the air. And so what we do is we kind of batch upload these events and they have kind of a certain name and then we just have the city image and we let people apply to host and so the community or, you know, an influencer can have some initial hosts in mind and then uh, say, Hey, go apply to host this venue. So, you know, someone in Mexico city would be like, Hey, I'll, I'll find a venue. I'll host, I'll pick a time. So they apply to host, And then we have a a vetting kind of workflow. Uh, They fill out a river profile, like a little bit about themselves, their profile picture, their social links. And, you know, the vetting is pretty light, but you'd actually be surprised how much you can weed out unserious people or, you know, if they don't even follow the directions to fill out their profile, then they're probably not going to bother following through to find a venue. Um, And then once they're approved, they are automatically added to the event as the host. And now they have edit access to that event and they can change the time, they can set a price, they can find the venue, find location, and then they can send out messages either via email or SMS to their attendees without actually getting that personal information from everyone. Because, you know, some of the existing tools I was using before, they kind of assume that the host also owns that community or owns that data. Um, and then we haven't shared this yet, but something that's in progress is being able to collect feedback about the host and the venue and the event overall. So that, you know, hey, going forward, we have a great community of, you know, in London, but this host was like maybe not really on the ball or like too spammy or whatever um there's plenty of people who want to step up and host so let's just swap that person out next time so it's like it's not tightly controlled but it's not totally loose also
0: yeah what's crazy if you're just kind of a random person and you hear this you hear this idea you're like oh like sounds cool like you know i you know but like if you're like in if you 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 know the pain of planning these events or you're an attendee and you go to events this is like such a fantastic thing that needs to be built that hasn't been built yet like no one's done anything like this which pretty much blows my mind because what well, like how has it not been built yet so it's, I'm, it's awesome to hear that you're doing it
1: <laughs> it's really like this tech itself there's not a lot of moat like it's not hard to build yeah. it's just a app you know it's like a database app yeah. basically but it's just this use case this workflow this unique job to be done um that just doesn't exist and believe me i tried all the other tools for my other communities and was just like ripping so much manual effort involved yeah and I just couldn't I was like yeah we can talk about all in meetups later but I, yeah believe no. me I tried all the tools that don't work
0: <laughs> no totally well I, I want to kind of get into it like like how would you I mean you know I I, I we're connected on Twitter like I I don't know when I started following you but like I feel like it was around the times when all in meetups became a thing so um I guess like what's the origin story here and like how do you get started with river and can you kind of walk us through that whole that whole experience <laughs>
1: By the way, bless you for following me on Twitter. I'm like nobody. I have like 2,500 followers, <laughs> so I appreciate. The, you dude, time. every
0: well, the, the thing is, like through um, I, I I'm really. I mean, I'm not even gonna be uh be um. What's the word? Uh, I'm not even gonna be humble about it. Like, I'm very good at like just find finding people. Even oh, like 20 followers, I have a good feeling about this person. Oh, 130 followers, like they're up to something interesting. Oh, Oh, ten thousand okay. followers, pass. No, not really. But like, yeah. it's just like. I like the signal versus that. I mean that's, it's kind of like my skill set. So no, you're, t- if you have love- 2,500 followers, you're, you're crushing it. So you're killing it. I
1: mean, I don't spend any energy, like trying to grow my follower. You know, you can tell some people, like they have, they're put themselves on a posting schedule and they have a whole strategy. Yeah, totally. I'm like, yeah. I haven't done any of that. So, um, anyway. Okay. So how this started was I'm a huge fan of the all in podcast, uh, which if you haven't heard of it, it's like top 10 business podcast and it has four besties uh they're kind of close friends who all are you know capital allocators they all invested in startups and they used to play well I guess they still play poker together but their conversations were so juicy that someone was like we should turn this into a podcast so it's very interesting podcast um their first conference summit they had was in Miami two years I guess yeah a year and a half ago or something and I attended it and i noticed that it was going to be a lot of men there and i don't usually do like women's events but i was like i'll host a women's brunch just help some of the women break the ice and a mentor of mine mark devisser love mark if he's listening uh he was said you should invite jason to your brunch i'm like he's not gonna come he's so busy he's like he might actually come to your brunch i was like all right so i dm'd him on twitter which maybe he won't appreciate me telling everyone. So give him more TS on Twitter. But to my great surprise, he showed up. And, and I hadn't told anyone he was coming because I didn't think he was coming. So it was just a super baller when he walked in and sat down at our table and got to know him a bit. And he was great in person. Um, Really enjoyed the summit, met a lot of incredibly interesting people. I've been in tech for a long time, but Sometimes it can be very homogenous, like everyone's an engineer or, you know, but so this, this all in crowd, they are entrepreneurs, but they're not all necessarily engineers or, you know, so that was a great crowd. After the summit, I had, I had been traveling internationally and kind of figuring out where the heck I was going to land and ended up in Miami and was really disappointed with the generic kind of tech events I was going to. Um, Miami in a way is still kind of exactly what you expect it to be. and. Someone was always trying to sell me a boat or Bitcoin, which I already own Bitcoin. I don't need any more of that. Uh, and one of the women I met at the brunch was like, hey, I'm going to host a listening party in San Francisco for episode 100. Do you want to come out? And I was like, that sounds awesome, but I'm kind of trying to do my something here in Miami. Exactly. Is that like, Oh, yeah, that'd be great. So I DMJ count one more time and was like, Are you guys going to stream it? Because I'm going to, I could host a listening party. And he said, No, but that sounds awesome. You should make a sign up form. And I was like, I can make a sign up form. So I set up an air table and I was thinking at the time, I was like, I'm going to think big. And so I made it three cities <laughs> San Francisco, which I knew was already happening, Miami, which I knew was already happening. And I was like, Maybe Austin will have it. And that'd be awesome. And then I was like, would be a fourth city and i put like other city like write it in and do you want to host check the box it went viral i was not expecting it but people from i don't know how this happened but just twitter tw- the twitter's i guess um tons of people stepped up to host and we had meetups in 24 cities everyone abandoned the listening party part because av set up at a bar is too difficult so everyone just got together for drinks and it was really cool um, I set up some zoom meetings so that the host could SDs. not everyone got one, but people really thought that was cool. And I didn't think a whole lot of it. But then episode 125 was coming around and people were like Are we doing this and I was like, uh, I guess we're doing this. <laughs> Um, because it's so much work. Like you, you know, it sounds like really fun, and then you start to do it, and you're like, shit. And then you know, you have to have a cutoff point. Like the first time we did it, twenty four cities, more people wanted to do it. But Anna, my like ride or die, who helps me get it done, we just wanted to. We we were like in tears. Like she just couldn't add a single other city. And so people are always you know annoyed with you about that. And then we did fifty cities for episode one twenty five. And so the first time I kind of just did it scrappy. On like calendars, like Google calendars. And I just BCC the signups and like hoped it worked out and CC would the host. And then the next time I thought I was getting real smart and, um, we use Luma, which I thought would be easier, but it wasn't even that much easier because like you have to, I don't know, there's a whole bunch of problems, um, which we could get into later, but anyway, um, Jason was like, wow, this is crazy. Like, how are you pulling this off? I'm like, honestly, elbow grease. Cause like these tools are not, it's not solving it. And he's like, do you want to build a SaaS? I'll give you a hundred grand and you can come to my launch accelerator. And I was like, oh my God, I guess curiosity will in fact kill the cat <laughs> and I got to try to build something. So I assembled a team. We started building in June. We launched an MVP in time to host unofficial events around all in summit number two which was in LA and here we are that's a very long story sorry
0: what an origin story that's amazing <laughs> um that's uh wow that's fantastic I mean that's the thing I mean you see a problem in the world right you you try to solve it and sometimes the opportunity comes knocking at you but sometimes you knock on its door sometimes it knocks on yours and sometimes it's both that's ways funny. so that's awesome
1: in hindsight I feel a little dumb for how long it took me to <laughs> realize I had something in front of us. I don't know i i just didn't yeah maybe it would have been obvious sooner to someone else that there's like a product opportunity i
0: mean every founder i mean every founder is different you know and everyone has their you obviously were able to position yourself in the universe to 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 be here which is you know obviously very skilled so so that's fantastic i'm curious as you're building this you know you're you're getting off the ground uh, you, you have a little funding now which is great like what are you spending your time on like are are you are you shipping code? Like, are you selling to creators or companies? Like, I'm curious, how are you splitting up your day?
1: Yeah, so I have two technical co-founders, thank God. Um, So they're they're pretty, yeah, I, we have a CTO, Bernie, who's writing a lot of code. And then um, another co-founder, Ryan, who focuses on data science. He's, you know, I wouldn't say we're using him to his fullest capacity right now, but I think a lot of AI, ML stuff will come in. And then we have two other full stack engineers uh, that are working on it. They're doing the, like the T3 tech stack. So yeah, I'd say we're shipping pretty fast. Um, my last company was like a bootstrapped, profitable small marketing agency, just like 15 people, two million ish a year. like now that so, yeah, this is a little uncomfortable for me, but we have distribution kind of in place. We just literally have to hurry the up and build it. Um, and so trying to be really aggressive on building product. Um, so right now I'm hosting worldwide meetups for all in for episode 120, 150, we do every 25th episode, which happens to be about twice a year. So we're kind of like dog fooding everything with all in meetups. And so, you know, we basically have a beta MVP out. And so right now we're, you know, trying to get hosts onto the platform, like tracking bugs, adding new cities that, um, hosts are emerging in a lot of new cities. And then um, starting, I guess, we're not like actively fundraising, but I did go to like a big dim sum demo day that Jason hosted. So like getting my pitch together for that, we're going to join the launch accelerator October 13th and kick off there. And then we are in talks with two other communities that aren't like mega podcasters. They're just like, they don't have a big influencer. And then I'm going to, as soon as I can show a little traction with all in meetups is, you know. We're like, we just launched like yesterday. Uh, I was going to reach out to my first million and maybe Huberman and Lex and I don't know, a bunch of people. See if anyone bites.
0: Totally. That's a, a, it's a cool place to be, like have this tech that can actually help these, these large influencers, creators, et cetera. Cause look, I'm in this industry, like I'm not maybe a small, like a small, a small influencer, but I, I have like people all around the world and like there's nothing out there to for solve this problem but now there is right now we got rivers I'm stoked to try this immediately Thanks. after I have to hop off the hop oh off the God. God. yeah
1: yeah we'd we'll <laughs> love to help you and it doesn't always have to be ongoing events sometimes just like hey like let's do one you know a seat scout thing once a year yeah.
0: Well, part of me wants to do a um I't I'm not like committing to this but this podcast we're coming up on a a, a thousand interviews. Um, oh my god,
1: we have to do something.
0: Yeah. So I think like doing a thousand interviews and like not make it a see it thing. Because like the podcast okay, is kind of yeah. separate from, it's like yeah. almost yeah, it's larger yeah. or smaller depending on your perspective, but it's different. So it's like, oh yeah. like you're a guest, come on and like show to show up to a meter. Like that'd be so fun, right? <laughs> Dude, a
1: thousand interviews is insane.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is yeah, like it's
1: grinding it out, man. That it's, is it's like, been okay. fun.
0: It's it's been fun time. It's been fun time. Um cool. So so you you're you're building the product right you are talking to uh, you're talking to or we'll talk to some of these creator influencer type people kind of curious like where do you envision it going or like in other words like what what's the what is the vision here and if you were to look out 5 10 15 years like or as far as you really want what does it kind of look like then
1: yeah yeah so podcasters is a pretty big and growing kind of Tam already. There's 424 million podcast listeners in the world and that's growing 20% year over year. So going to try to kind of win the podcast market to start because, you know, I think compared to other influencers, podcasters tend to put a lot more content out, like compared to a musician who releases like an album every two years or something, there's not as much to talk about, but podcast fans love getting together and they love talking about the most recent episodes and what's going on. So I just think it's just a perfect kind of market for us. Um, And then we would love to expand to other influencers beyond podcasters. So like Alexandra Botez, she's a uh, streamer on Twitch and she plays chess. And I feel like her fans might enjoy getting together in real life and playing chess. Um, Or, you know, not that I think I could get Mr. Beast because he'd probably just build his own stuff. But like one of the... Mr. Beast episodes, I love the best was like a river or like a beach cleanup. And maybe he would deploy all of his fans around the world to do a beach cleanup meetups. And maybe he'll be like, hey, whoever gets the most people to show up, I'll go to that one. Um, so that's the kind of idea. And I think there's you know a lot of changes in media happening. I really like Bari Weiss with the Free Press and I feel like her followers might enjoy getting together so yeah, I, I would, maybe I would put it under the like intellectual influencer category, although not, you know, Mr. Beast isn't necessarily intellectual. I don't know. Um, but yeah, really, really helping people who like have a huge audience, like galvanize. There's a lot of free energy in the system with people willing to host, but they just don't have the distribution. Like a lot of people will try to spin up a meetup and they just grind on it for a year because four people show up. And it's just so hard to give it that spark, like that initial kind of momentum and energy. And then these influencers, they, they just don't have a lot of time. They're not going to like hire people all around the world to like produce these tight events. And so we kind of have this in between where you can take advantage of a lot of free energy in the system, but it is a little bit controlled and endorsed. Meanwhile, like not being totally personally responsible for what happens at all 60 of these events, because you know, it's like crowdsourced.
0: Yeah, I love it. In order to make it happen and make the vision come to life, like you'll you'll uh, you'll need some help, right? I mean, it takes a village to make a startup work and scale. So my question for you is, how can the forward-thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising money? You looking for customers, creators, like partners? Like how how can we assist here?
1: Yes. Um. Well, if you're an all-in fan, come to our meetup. But um. Yeah. I mean, I I'm really just curious. It's not always the biggest influencers. That it's you know that want to get together it's kind of like these kind of more niche passions that you want you're like looking for like-minded people in so I'm kind of I'm kind of curious for like a lead list on like who who which fans want to meet other fellow fans um some of my favorite stories from all in meetups has been like one guy moved from India to Cincinnati and he was still in boxes like he hadn't even like he'd been in country. He'd been in the country for like 36 hours, but he still went to this meetup. And he, he told me he has 12 friends now. And like, that could take two years to like, you know, you're going to the coffee shop every day and you're like trying to bump into someone that you have something in common with. And it's just hard to find those people. Even if you just go to a tech meetup, it's just still very generic. and so. I like it when when people come up to me and they're like, oh, you know who I have I listen to this like random podcast and I've always wanted to meet like other listeners because they don't know anyone that listens. So if you have a favorite pod, let me know.
0: Cool. And then for my last question, if someone wanted to let you know their favorite pod or creator or, or kind of um, get in touch in any way, um, how can they do that? Do you have a website? Do you have a social media presence or like an yes. email address? How can someone kind of connect?
1: Yes, I'm a marketer. By trade. So we do have all those things. Um, our website is getriver.io, because so I could not afford river.com or river.io. But yeah, get river.io, you can find all the things there. And then I usually go by my name is Ray, but on Twitter I'm Rachel Lambert and it's R-A-E-C-H-E-L Lambert. So you can find me there.
0: Cool. And and one last question that I wanted to, to add in that I forgot. Um why uh what's the what's the reason behind the name what is there like a why river i think it's a fun name but how do you yes
1: it? thank you um first so i was kind of trying to give a nod or like kind of an homage to all in because that's how this all started and they started based on the playing poker so i was mm-hmm. like let me first look through some poker terms and see if anything kind of stands out and then um my my husband is also my co-founder. I didn't mention that before, but um his name's Ryan, my name's Ray. And then Anna, who helps me who helped me like pull off all in meetups, could not have done it without her last, her last name's Rivera. Hmm. And then also, so I kind of liked having an R and then her last name's Rivera. And then kind of if you want to get like a little woo-woo about it, rivers kind of collect like small bodies of water and like bring them to the ocean and the big bodies of water. So it just felt like it was, you know gonna be hard to win on seo but i feel like seo is gonna die soon anyway or we've been saying that you know for years and i just felt like really i don't know i felt like i could stand behind the name um i did consider just a made-up name because i thought it'd be easier to win on seo but and it's easy to pronounce and spell so that's the story but yeah i feel pretty good about it
0: all right very cool well i Appreciate you coming on to the podcast and sharing your story here and telling us more about River. And I best I wish you the best of luck in making yeah. this happen. Thanks for coming on.
1: Thank you so much. I love what you do for founders. Really appreciate it.
0: Thank you. Appreciate it.